This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show and friends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. This is episode 284, Dead Rising. Yeah. I feel like you should have been down under reference in there somewhere, but... No. But we're not playing down under, so... (laughs) So, big week for the New York Red Bulls, host Atlanta United, and came away with a very surprising 2 nothing victory. And how, why was it surprising? Because BWP was suspended. We knew that. But then Tyler Adams was out with back spasms. So nobody thought this game was going to be a winner. No. Nope. The, the only one who did was Truman, but that was before the Adams thing. But what did I say, right? I, 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 said, I was still going to end up being the best car for you. Yep. Uh, might as well get this part out of the way first. So uh, with Truman calling the win last week, he has officially clinched the 2018 title for the predictions. Oh, wait. Hold on, guys. I know no one's going to see this. Hold on. Hold on. See, I'm just getting this out of the way now because yes. it's going to happen regardless. Which is true. All right, guys. I'm back. I'm back. I'm just going to I'm just gonna hold this up to my face like the whole time. This is going to be my face for the rest of the show. No one can see this, but it's my face with the belt. It's going to be my face. It's okay. I'll, I'll take a picture of it and post it. Episode. Belt face. <laughs> Take a picture to last longer. <laughs> Why don't you be all like right. all those really cool guys who bring their championship belt to wrestling events? Oh, yeah. I'm going to bring this like soccer events for like no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Just bring the Forza, Forza Lucha and defend it. Yeah. <laughs> In a prediction contest. All right. Hey, Forza Lucha predictions, right? That's how you do it? Yep. All right. Uh, I'm. I'm just going to predict four nothing wins the rest of the season. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. You might as well, right? Just yeah, right? Go nuts. You, you and I are just fighting for second at this point, so we might as well go nuts. And there's it. no prize, so four nothing victories the rest of the season. But if I get the three <laughs> points because one of them, awesome. Uh, so Atlanta United two nothing win. Uh, before we get into this one, Truman, you want to read out the tweets we got? I think it was yes. like one or two. Uh, there's two. Um, you know. People are happy, so yeah. nothing to complain about. Okay, so Wayne Harrison, which is W. Harrison 83, said, Fantastic from start to finish. The team was on it from minute one. RBNY played with incredible intensity, particularly in the first half. Yes, 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 to all of yes. this. Mm-hmm. Um, all season we've had to listen to the experts babble on how great Atlanta is. To beat them without two key players shows how underrated RBNY really is. Also, Tata's no-shake at the end of the match was comical. Take the L, shake the other team's hand, and keep it moving, you wiener. Yeah, wiener. 
I don't know if we're underrated. I mean, come on. Eh, we like to think we are. Well, I mean, everybody likes to think they're underrated, but I mean, even if we had BWP and Adams, like, would we have been, you know, expected to completely shut down? But actually, I guess that feeds into the underrated part. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is, I don't, I don't know if we're underrated. I don't think we're overrated. We're just rated. <laughs> <laughs> rated well, I would say. I think we're rated well. Yeah. All right. Uh, likes and dislikes. Uh, Pat, you can go first. What did you dislike about this one? Uh, um, I'm so prepared to go on a like rant, and even though I can <laughs> this is what we uh, are, how we do it. Um, yeah, I'll go with the selfish dislike. Uh, it was my last. Uh, day of work on a Sunday, uh, there and which took me until about twelve thirty, which means I couldn't go to the game, which I, I wanted to go to the game. Um, and on top of that, I had meetings, so I didn't even watch the game until like seven o'clock at night. So, so personal selfish dislike uh, about this one because there wasn't too much to dislike. Agreed. I guess the only thing I can dislike. Uh was Kaku not scoring the PK. That that's yeah. it. That's it. Um we're not I'm not going to get into likes, but I I, I mean I could ramble on cuz Kaku Kaku misses a PK and still is man of the match. <laughs> so even that's not bad. So yeah, I I have absolutely nothing to complain about. Uh my dislike is just going to be I don't know the first like 5 10 minutes second half cuz it seemed like <laughs> I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing this is more Atlanta came out with more than that the Red Bulls uh, let off in the, the beginning of the second half. But just that that was outside of what the first half was all about. Because the Red Bulls, like, as no, not that we controlled the ball in their half the field like all the time, but the Red Bulls controlled the game in the first half, and they came mm-hmm. out the second half not controlling the game. And that, and that was my dislike is that they didn't continue that like right out the gates in the second half. Yeah, I'm surprised. Usually, uh, when a game goes this well, you complain about like the font on the sports sticker that ESPN has. <laughs> well, the reason I don't complain about the font on the sports sticker is because I was hiding it so the Jets game wouldn't get. <laughs> uh, when uh, the Giants and Jets would play at the same time, those rare days. Uh, I would go to my dad's house to watch the Giants game and we'd take pieces of paper and we would put it on wherever the score thing would pop up and we would just cover it up. Nice. Yep. I, I had a box line around that like, was just the right height, so I put it right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so insane. It's so insane. All right, girl, it's sports fandom. And I didn't watch the Jets until 8 o'clock at night because I can't watch them down here. Right. So I was watching on delay with the Game Pass stuff that they have and so you're just delaying your torture. So I had a basic. So actually, I had to kind of avoid Twitter for a bit, or at least like block out everything but the mentions, because otherwise, I knew somebody was going to mention the Red Bulls and the Jets in the same tweet. Pat, Pat, you could say that your your dislike was you your uh, score got spoiled as well. Uh, yeah, I did. Um, somebody kind of uh, uh, mentioned messaged me. And uh, kind of didn't blow the score, but kind of blew how the game was going. And then I think, and then stupidly, I went to check. I forget what I went to check on uh, ESPN, the app. 
and, you know, obviously I have it set up all my teams to be up top and I saw the score. I was like, no, oh, well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and Truman and I even did a private chat so we wouldn't spoil yep. for you. Yep. <laughs> all right. Likes of the game. Truman, you go first. What do you like the most about this one? <clears throat> the game was about uh, two moments of revenge. So the Rebels uh, gets awarded a PK, which is then taken away, rightly so. Not arguing with that. What happens later on in that half, PK awarded justly. Right? Uh, Tim Parker gets a goal. Ruled off sides. What happens? Gets that goal anyway. Gets it anyway. So the two ways they they did not get goals, like opportunities that were, they were taken away, they just did the same exact thing anyway. Um, and real quickly on Parker's goal, it was not an exact carbon copy, but just like Brian White's first goal with the team, Mawil sliding down uh, and kicking the ball over to Tim Parker. Uh, my like of the match, you know, I, I you got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, this is for those of us who have been doubting the midseason coaching change and Armis's ability to pick up where uh, where Marsh left off. I mean, this is the game you were waiting to see. Uh, this was this was about as dominant as the Rebels have looked uh, since uh, Jesse left, and. Um, you know, the high press was in pretty full effect. Um, our guest uh, for our Patreon episode, Matt Dola, talked about how even Armistice's possession, uh, more possession-based style was starting to click with that high press. Um, you know, Atlanta couldn't breathe. And with to be able to do that without uh, both uh, BWP and Tyler Adams on the field is a masterclass. And uh I do want to take on the one point uh, when Truman prefaced this question with Matt Doyle and from our Patreon subscribers have heard that. The rest of you will be able to hear it soon. That I don't like Chris Armas. That is not true. <laughs> uh, you just, hate the guy. I just don't like – I didn't like the coaching change. I thought that would derail a season. Been lucky it hasn't, and now it looks like the team may be uh, uh, shifting gears and uh, finally clicking at just the right time. Granted, I wouldn't be shocked if you went back to uh, seasons past, and I, I've said that, and, well, we all know what's happened in playoffs. Uh, so, uh, but fingers crossed that um, this was the moment we were waiting for. It's all final clicking under Armist, and they can ride that momentum throughout the playoffs. That was a big like. <laughs> that, that was an all-compassing like. Yes, it was. All-encompassing. Um, my like Strangely, is going to relate to the referee, which is a bashing point I always bring up. But more specifically, the salt from the Atlanta United fans about those penalty kicks. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, uh, Aaron Long, I think, got off with one late in that game. It was shoulder to shoulder, but he was not playing the ball at all in that, that, that play towards the end. But uh, I think all the calls in terms of the Red Bulls were right. The first one was definitely not a penalty kick. Uh, Guzian got the ball. I honestly don't remember the second one. I just know – oh, that was the handball, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was clear as day because he was raising his arm. And the second and the, the second one given, as much as he had his arm tucked in, it was still, from what I saw, up 
Like he still raised his arm to meet the ball. So I would say they're going to cause all around and just more about laughing about the fact that all the Atlanta fans are just salty about the Red Bulls supposedly getting uh, the preferential treatment. Because I don't think they have seen the rest of the year and the uh, limited amount of PKs we have this year. Right. Also, how are we getting preferential treatment when, again, they corrected the first PK call? Right. Well, it doesn't fit the narrative. Yeah. We forget that they've been longtime fans of this league for generations. Generations. Atlanta, Atlanta, the Atlanta fan base has such a great history of being loyal to its teams. Yeah. I mean, I mean look at the Silverbacks. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any afterthoughts on the game? Well, yeah, I'll, I'm going to just pile on to what Pat said in that this was a dominating performance from opening whistle. Uh, the first half, I think I saw them come down our side of the field like twice. It really was. I mean, they just absolutely strangled their forwards. Uh, Martinez, it's, it was like he was barely there. Barely there. Um, and if you can do that throughout the rest of the season in the playoffs, you have a great chance of going to the cup final. Um, it was just crazy. It was a crazy game. It was just a dominating performance. Uh, again, no one, nobody thought it was going to happen, especially when you heard it, heard that Tyler Adams was out. Uh, pretty much everyone I was with, we were just resolved to the fact that, oh, well, you know, we locked up second place. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't move out of second, so it's all good. Mind you, listen, that could still happen. I think it's still going to be tough for the Red Bulls to win the oh, yeah. Shield. Um, I put their chances at like, uh, I-, I would say 35%. But still, the fact that they can come in and boss this team around again, you, you have to feel good going into this final stretch. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only real after thoughts, um, you know, would be that Tata Martino's a bitch. Oh, man. Salty. What a little bitch. Uh, you can't shake. What, because uh, Jesse, because uh, uh, Chris Armas is trying to get the crowd pumped up? Oh, fuck yourself. Get over yourself, uh, Tata. Uh, unless you become a U.S. national team person, I love you, I guess. But, you know, until then, come on, man. You until he doesn't shake uh, whoever Mexico's coach's hand is. Yeah, yeah. And then he's a national treasure. Exactly. So, I mean, come on. Shake the guy's hand. You lost. Uh, too bad. Wah. Um Yeah. That kind of, uh, that's pretty much what I got there. I, I think we have to thank him because he helped create a great meme that evening. Yeah. So there's a good meme fest going on. I think I got to that. When you told me about it, though, I think I only really saw the last few. And they were kind of like lacking in oomph. Mm. And I was like, I don't want to find the beginning of this. <laughs> I, I loved Armist's reaction because he puts his hand out, waits like a good three seconds. And I was like, all right, I guess it's not, hap- guess not happening. Gets the pat on the back. And then as he goes past him, just points back. It looks at the assistants and points back. It's like, this fucking guy, really? Yeah. Like, that's just the perfect sequence. All right. Um, any other afterthoughts on that one? No. Just, uh, oh, oh. Well, I should probably mention this again. Uh, I think I mentioned it on our Patreon, but I'm just going to say it again. Pink sauce for the empanadas of Breezes. Pink sauce. It's the way to go. I'm going to say it again. I'm considering coming down for the Orlando game to end the season, so I might 
Well, whenever I show up, I'm definitely trying it, but... <laughs> I, too, will have tickets to that game. Well, that's because you, you're you now a season ticket holder, so... I'm now a Red member! Yeah! Didn't get the fancy card yet. Yeah, I didn't. No fancy card. You don't get that till next year. Well, he just signed up, so I mean... Right. All right, uh, so standings watch for the Red Bulls. Uh, right now, second in the East in the Shield. One back of Atlanta, and we're even on games played. More importantly, though, nine points up on New York City, and the Red Bulls have a game in hand. However, uh, it does not matter what New York City does. The Red Bulls are at least second place going into the uh, playoffs. That is because New York City only has three games left. Uh, even if they win all three and the Red Bulls were to lose out, uh, they'd be tied on points, but the Red Bulls would have the wins tiebreaker at that point. It'd be 19 to 18. So basically, it doesn't matter what, well, it matters for the Shield, but it doesn't matter what we do. We're going to start the playoffs with home field advantage. Shield. Sure. And again, I believe there's nothing in the Western Conference that they can do. Uh, Jay, do you know if there's a Western Conference team that can catch up to us? Uh, let's see real quick. So Dallas is at 54. So they could, cause they do have a game in hand on us. Okay. So that so is a possibility. Points. Yes. But right. only Dallas can, cause sporting Kansas actually, no sporting Kansas, sporting KC and LAFC can, because they're both at 30 games played with 50, uh, sporting KC has 52 points. We have 62 and LA could tie us. Okay, so so scratch LA because they can't beat us in wins. But Sporting KC and SC Dallas could surpass us in points. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, on to predictions for this weekend. The Red Bulls will be traveling. Uh, I believe they have a, like a two-week break after this one. Yes. International break, yeah. So uh, last game before the break, they will be traveling to San Jose. Uh, that game is Saturday, 6, uh, October 6th at 10.30 p.m., uh, game is on MSG, and San Jose is just dismal this year. A record of four wins, 19 losses, and eight draws. Two, eight, and five at home. Uh, only good for, I think it's, I think I had the, the wrong point total down. Uh, 20 points on the year. Minus 19 goal difference. Wow. Gross. They, they are dead last in the West and have been eliminated from the MLS Cup playoffs. Yeah, they ain't good, but they got a nice big bar, right? Yeah. Yes, bar. <laughs> Which I'm going to be checking out because I will be at that game this weekend. Yeah. Now, did yeah. you purchase your ticket? I did. I did not I did not get it by the deadline, though, for ESC because I honestly missed the email. Mm-hmm. But I found a ticket on StubHub for like $20 plus fees. So You're, you're not next to 1906, are you? No, He's no. joining them. He's joining them. No, I, I am a over... I'm a section over from where ESC is going to be. Okay, good, because 1906 is stabby. <laughs> yeah, no, I was staying away from them. I might yeah. I might go check out the bar because, yeah, I, mean, I mean. Just make not? sure you don't go to the bar with 1906 because then they'll be like, hey, man, you mind if I practice my stabbing near you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when I just get the can of robot oil. <laughs> <laughs> I pretend I'm a robot. <laughs> I hope everyone knows what that reference is because yeah. I'm not saying what it is. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, tweet at us if you know what that's from. I mean, I gave you a lot to work on there. So. Yeah, I know. Jay gave it big ass hand. 
All right. So prediction. Uh, sorry, last five for for San Jose, all losses. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are not good at all coming into this one. <laughs> out of curiosity, because I didn't look at who they played. I'm gonna look at that real quick. Uh, it doesn't see. matter. Uh, they they had a lint on the ropes and then lost. Yes, that, that we all. That that's was, the game we do remember, don't that we? Was three yeah. games ago for them. And then apparently they play Houston and they lost three to two at Houston. Nice. Following Houston's open cup win. <laughs> That's Houston's pretty bad this year. But they won the open cup because the open cup. Shit. That just goes to show how useless that thing is when an ass team can win it. <laughs> All right, anyway, moving on. Uh, Truman, you, since you are, well, I guess. Grand champion. Yeah. Uh, you get to go first. What do you think is going to happen this weekend? Usually this is where I say the Red Bulls would play a, would pull a Rutgers, you know? They get, like, ranked third in the country and then lose some trash-ass team <laughs> and spiral downhill uh, and miss a giant bowl game. But I, the reason I don't think that's going to happen, because I think Bradley Wright Phillips is very, very mad. I think, I think him missing the Atlanta game has made him angry, and I think he's going to take it out. Uh, on San Jose, and I think the Red Bulls are going to actually go to San Jose and win three nothing. And I think Bradley's going to have two of those goals. Um, this defense is playing very well. I don't think it matters what coast they're going to right now. Not when they're playing. This is not LAFC or even the Galaxy or the Sounders of the Timbers. It's a garbage team. I can't expect a big crowd for that game, um, except for their ultras showing up. Who'd want to go there and watch it at this point with only a few games left in the season? I think it's the perfect time for the Red Bulls to come in there and just uh, dominate dominate a, a garbage bag team. Um, I'm actually with you in the whole – this does really – it doesn't it feel like one of those games where like – it does feel like a Rutgers game where right. like, yeah, you're on like – Waiting for doom. It's like you're on an emotional high – and it's just all going to come crashing down. But, um, yeah, I, I, it's really hard for me to see that happening. Um, I mean, yeah, it is a long trip. Uh, but San Jose is just trash bag ass town to the max. So, uh, I too, I'm going to go with win mostly because I also said earlier in the show, I'm predicting nothing but four, nothing. <laughs> so I'm sticking with that prediction. Uh, and, uh, hopefully we all be happy and I am doing the Darby road thing this, uh, Saturday night. So come on people bring, uh, bring it out. Let's do, let's make Darby road rock with Red Bull fans. So I'm late, not, late night. Yeah. So I'm not staying in San Jose, by the way, I'm staying in San Francisco. On town. Yeah. Cause it's, this is my vacation. I'm so my vacation is going to be going from San Francisco I think I told you guys this, but because I don't, I want to tell people this thing. Going to San Francisco, driving through Yosemite, and then down to Vegas. Nice. That's that's my that's gonna be my week. Sounds like a good time. Get your gamble on. But only for one, only for one day, because I'm not crazy. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna be smart about this. I'm not. I'm already spending a lot of money doing this trip. I'm not gonna waste a bunch in Vegas. It's always right. been on black. Can't wait to the the FaceTime call of like Jay scratching arm scratching his arm asking us for money. <laughs> He's broke. 
Uh, my ATM card doesn't work anymore. Can you guys wire me five thousand dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I got this on this really bad streak, but I got I feel it coming now. Guys. <laughs> I feel I can feel it. I'm getting hot any minute. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to nothing win. Uh, this as much as I was railing against this team two weeks ago before the uh, Toronto game, they seem to have turned it around. And San Jose, like we've said, is a really trash team this year. I mean, hell, they only won two games at home. So that's that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. They lost eight. It's not even like it's not even like they drew most of them. They lost eight of them. And I mean, if Atlanta can pull off a come from five victory, then what can we do? Right. So, I'm going to go two nothing when nice and simple. No need to. I mean, blow them out. Fine. Great. Simple two nothing win. Uh, New York Red Bull two uh, drew last week in Nashville one one. Their next game is this Saturday the sixth at North Carolina FC at seven p.m. Eastern time. Uh, time for the dumping ground. <clears throat> uh, Red Bull stuff first. So uh, MLS revealed their twenty two under twenty two list today, and Tyler Adams is number two on the list. He and according to the write-up, he would have been number one if it wasn't for the fact that Alfonso Davies was under twenty-two years old. Rats. Well, but kudos to Adams for getting the recognition he so rightly deserves. And we got to throw them in those lists now because they'll be gone, you know, next year. That's who. Yeah. yeah. Well, both both of them will be gone, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, they yeah. Will. Sure. Yeah. One hundred percent. All right. Anything else? Because I that that was my only thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess for the national team, uh, Christian Pulisic is unfortunately hurt again. Uh, looks like the estimation is two to three weeks, so not that serious. Um, but he will miss the October friendlies, um, which sucks because, uh, you know, he's got to get those minutes. Uh, and I guess if, uh, you know, if you're paranoid and you know that American soccer optimism is is meant to be crushed, uh, you're certainly a little worried because he has been getting hurt a lot lately. Yeah, kind of makes you nervous. Such a young yeah. kid, this yeah. stuff happening. Yeah, you kind of hope this isn't like a career thing. But again, two to three weeks, not tar, not terrible. Um, you know, at least it's not like a a full tear or anything like that. It kept keeps him out months. So, um, and then I guess the last thing, I, did we ever talk about this? Did we talk about how uh, next year FIFA is airing? the Women's World Cup on the exact same day as the Gold Cup final and I believe the Copa America final? No. I don't think we talked about it here. I, no, I, didn't, I, even, I didn't even know that that was happening, honestly. Yeah, yeah I, I knew that, but I don't think we talked about it. Yeah, uh, so that's bullshit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I, I am fairly certain they will not air all at the same time. Um, there will be space, but I think especially when it's a World Cup year, um you want to give the World Cup its own day to breathe. And uh, so this is kind of, yeah, it's, it's clearly it's clearly FIFA sexism. Uh, FIFA clearly hasn't changed. Um, but, uh, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, I, the, good, the plus is if you're like me, you're, you're going to be so fucking drunk by the end of the day because there's so much soccer to watch. It's like, now there's another one. But, you know, other than that, terrible. I just wonder how they're going to space them out because France, if they do it in France, it's, it'll be like what, like one p.m. Eastern time. Well, I mean, 
Russia, I guess Russia's been like, what, two hours uh, ahead of France, and what, that final was at like 11? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess France would be I like... I mean, we're five or six hours ahead of, or behind my, France, though. I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and guess it's going to be a 2 o'clock Women's World Cup final, uh, 5 o'clock Gold Cup, 8 o'clock Copa. And the real kick in the pants there is that, like, people who are attending either the other finals wanting yeah. to watch the Women's World Cup final because you're going to be too busy traveling to the game or pre-gaming or whatever. Yeah. So you're going to miss it entirely. So they're yeah. just pretty much losing people who could be viewing the Women's World Cup final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to hope at least, that, especially if the United States is in the World Cup final, uh, you got to hope wherever they're hosting the Gold Cup, uh, like they can set up some kind of fan uh, viewing. Experience. Yeah. yeah. Like let them yeah. in the stadium early, just put it up on the big screens. Yeah, something like that. You you would hope. All right. So, what are the odds are that U.S. women are in the final and the U.S. men are in the Gold Cup final? Ooh, boy! Uh, I'm going to go young young men's team. I'm going to say forty eight percent. That's a very specific number. Yep. I want to go a little bit under 50, just a tiny bit under 50. I'll say 48. I'll go 47%. Gee, right. I swear to God, if you take a dollar. <laughs> I didn't say price is right rule, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's just, I, I, th- I, think it's, I think it's more likely to happen than not. But, I mean, you know, if this – if the U.S. men's team was going to be the one that lost in the World Cup qualifying, I would say it's more likely that only the women got through. Oh, I, I think the women have the way better chance of going through than the men. That's uh, what I'm saying. I think if you're asking me how much chance the women have, I'll give them like 70%. Uh, I never uh, I, know, I never underestimate the women's team. Well, the thing is, I mean, with the Gold Cup, I mean, you, you pretty much do expect Mexico and the United States to end up being the last two. Uh, but we weren't last year, right? No, mm-hmm. we were. We won the twenty. We won the twenty seventeen. That's that's what made like losing or getting knocked out of the World Cup even more painful. Maybe I'm thinking twenty fifteen. Then there was uh, there was one recent one where we twenty fifteen. We choked hard under Klinsman. That's yes. what it was. Yeah, we choked real hard under Klinsman. Klinsman uh, uh, played uh, John Brooks, who wasn't ready. And if you and here's a name for the past Ventura Alvarado at center back. So uh, where's Ventura Alvarado now? Makes me that's think great. that and. Uh, and because we choked that, we lo- we have we lost that stupid one game playoff for the Nations yep. Cup spot, which you know, Klinsman fucked up again. You know, Klinsman was terrible. I mean, it, it's quite clear now. But uh, I, I will say, I mean, again, I do think the women deserve to have the stage to themselves. Um, absolutely, I think that's right. But if there's one silver lining to this whole thing, there is the slim chance for a really super day for U.S. soccer. Uh, you know, if women are in the final and men's are in the final. So um, it could be a great day for U.S. soccer. But, again, women's still totally getting shafted but not just having the spotlight and the stage to themselves for a day. Yeah. At least they get to play on grass, right? I assume so. You would, Yeah, I would. You would definitely. I mean, I would be sarcastic with that, but. I, 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 I think it's a question. <laughs> the fact that you had to hesitate says a lot. Well, they they played on turf in Canada. Yeah, but we're talking France. I mean, yeah, I, I assume so. I, I don't know. Uh, 
you never know. FIFA may have found a rock field, a rock, uh, rock at some asphalt field for them to play on. FIFA Street. <laughs> I forgot about that game. Um, by the way, United States up two nothing against Mexico in uh, World Cup qualifying. No, th- no, that's not the score. What's the score? Say it, say it right. Oh, sorry, Dos Acero. Thank you very yeah, much. That's right, because they're playing Mexico. All right. Uh, anything else? Yeesh. Put up in ground. Uh, no. Rapino just butchered a kick, but I don't know if it's because whistle blew. Maybe that's why. I don't know, because I'm behind you on live with YouTube. Uh, so the only thing left is Truman's terrible team of the week. Yes, and I'm very mad at this because the terrible team is giving a team that we despise uh, a chance of sneaking into the playoffs, and that is Montreal getting their asses handed to them by DC. 5 nothing. Uh, DC, I believe, still has a game in hand on Montreal as well. Um, Jay's typing that in right now. I'm pretty oh, sure I was looking at something else, actually. Oh, come on. Get with, get with the job. Sorry, I was thinking about something else. Distracted. Uh, yeah, so I Mino likes that. Um, let me see. I could tell you right now. They have two games in hand. So they have two games in hand. They trail Montreal by two points. Uh, they're probably playing every single game at home, I would assume. Could I mean, win. so let's see. DC is 9, 2, and 2, 14, 13. So most games at home. They have, they have four games left at home with five to play. So, yeah, they're playing most at home. So, yeah, so very good chance of them sneaking in, but the good news is if they do sneak in, they will not be playing a game at home unless they advance to the knockout, you know, past the knockout stage. But once they play that, that you know, that uh, one-game playoff, they'll be on the road. And guess where it might be? And I think we talked about that with Matt Doyle, is it would be in Smurf City. So, Smurf City! So here's the thing. Depending on how the rest of the year goes, as unlikely as this would be, they could jump into at least fourth because they're only 10 points back of Columbus and they have two games in hand on them. It's a lot to make up. It's a lot. It's I'm, I'm not saying it will happen. I'm saying it's possible. I do not want to face Columbus in the playoffs. Neither does Atlanta. Yeah. You know, they don't, you know, they don't. Yeah. But if, well, think about, just think about our performance against Columbus this year. Right. You know, that's all I care about. I don't give a shit on Atlanta. But oh, and by the way, I wooed because Alex Morgan scored the third goal, US three nothing. Great uh, Sacero. Yeah, Tony Sacero. It was a nice little set piece uh, where Alex was, Morgan totally lost her marker. Yep, it was right off the corner. Yeah, so, yeah. So I'm assuming that Rapino butcher kick was because they blew the whistle, and so she held up. Yep, because the second nice. one was pretty. There's way too much good sports going on right now. Way too much. Yeah. <laughs> All although, right. Although I'm going to say something un American. I don't care about baseball. That's coming from a supposed Yankees fan. Yeah. No, I know. It's, it's, I just don't care about the sport. Three hours for five minutes of action. No, thanks. Three hours. This game's going on four. There you go. Four hours for five minutes of action. Even better. Did the Milwaukee even go into extra innings? Is it in? It is in the tenth right now. Wasn't Milwaukee up two at one point? 
Uh, they were up two nothing in the ninth, and they <laughs> hooked it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. I don't have baseball friends. I have soccer friends who I met through uh, writing a blog. I mean, come on, that's that's like that's the beginning. <laughs> that's of the how you know you don't like baseball. Is yeah. that right there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much in the same boat at this point. Yeah. I have football friends, but I don't know baseball. I've, I mean, I have friends who watch baseball, but not as many who watch football. All right, we ready to wrap this one up? Yes. Wrap it up. Okay, patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. One bucks a month is all you need uh, to get the exclusive stuff, including our September wrap-up with Matt Doyle. Fresh off of his – what do you say? I said you should pay for that. Yes. Fresh off of his article praising the Red Bulls after beating Atlanta. Praise. Uh, if you want to email the show during the week – or the week. Wow, I can't talk tonight. Red Bull Rant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. On Facebook, facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant. On Twitter, at Red Bull Rant for the show, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at Jersey Girl. DA2. Is it for nothing now? Because I'm, remember, I'm behind you. Yep, Tobin Heath, Jersey Girl, Bernardsville. <laughs> Ooh. Who's who's number nineteen? Uh, I think she might be on Jay. Well, she had a really good move on the sideline there. Oh, that ooh. Okay, I thought it was a dirty ooh. It's it not a like monster. A, it sounded what? like a dirty ooh. He was like, ooh. <laughs> okay. Uh, at PMAC D eight two for Pat. At the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud. If you're on iTunes or your podcaster or podcatcher does reviews, please give us a five-star rating. It helps get the show out there. Uh, last words before we get out of here. Do you know the way to win, win, win? That's it. Is it through San Jose? Better be. I hope so. Yeah. Be like these women and win. Win for nothing, right? Exactly. <laughs> at, this, at this rate, though, they're going to blow away my uh, uh, prediction here in the U.S. game. All right. So for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 284 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Bye-bye. Ooh.